Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, my name's Steve Ott and I'm editor of Kitchen Garden magazine. Uh, and I'd like to introduce the June edition to you, which is out on April the 28th. So whether it turns out to be a flaming hot June or not, or whether it just pours with rain, who knows. Um, hopefully when you go out onto your plot, you'll notice that there's lots of new shoots growing and there'll certainly be a lot of planting and sowing for you to do. Well, in this issue, we've got Ben Van Heems, who's one of our regular writers, and he'll be looking at the fastest growing crops around. So things like radishes, salad leaves, lettuces, that sort of thing that you can sow and be picking within three to four weeks. Uh, we've also got um, Pippa Greenwood, who's a well-known pest expert and writer and broadcaster. She's selected her top 10 pests uh, and she'll be telling you how to control them, whether or not you like to use sprays. So it'll be interesting to con compare your list of top 10 pests to hers. I bet a lot of them are the same. We'll also be talking about nasturtiums. It might seem a little unusual to be talking about flowers in a veg growing magazine. Um, but of course, as a lot of you all know, you can actually eat them. Um, adds a great peppery taste to salads. You can eat the leaves and the flowers. But did you know you can also use them to control your pests? So we'll be talking about that on the pages of Kitchen Garden this month. And we're also travelling to Sweden to see a really beautiful kitchen garden uh, and meet its owner. Um, so that's uh, just a few of the features we've got in the magazine for you this month. We hope you enjoy it and do let us know what you think. Coming up in Question Time, we answer your gardening problems and we visit the Welsh National Botanical Garden. But first, we look at jobs for this month. Tasks for your patch and undercover in June by Martin Fish. Ten-minute jobs. Keep an eye on rhubarb. At this time of year, rhubarb can produce flower spikes from the centre of the clump. Although perfectly natural, it can be an indication the plant is dry or hungry. Cut these thick stems off to divert energy into producing more stalks rather than seed. Water potatoes. In dry weather, keep potatoes watered while the tubers are forming, especially if the soil is sandy and free-draining. This helps the tubers to swell and it can also help to reduce the damage caused by common scab, which is worse in dry soil conditions. Thin out parsnips. Parsnips sown in April should now be making plenty of leafy top growth. Before the roots start to swell, thin out the seedlings so that the plants are approximately 7.5 centimetres, 3 inches apart. 
This will allow each plant plenty of room to develop a good-sized root. Check compost is moist. Make sure that trailing tomatoes, such as Tumbling Tom, growing in hanging baskets or containers, are kept moist at all times, especially in warm, sunny weather. Ideally, check the compost daily and give the plants a little extra water when the compost starts to dry out. On the veg patch. Tasks this month. Pick lettuce. Freshly picked lettuce, whether leaf lettuce or with a heart, is a great addition to a salad. For that crisp, fresh flavour, pick the lettuce just before you need it to prevent the leaves from wilting. The secret, of course, is to sow little and often through the summer to provide a continuous supply for the kitchen and sow a few different types to give some variation to the salad bowl. Lift young turnips. At this time of the year, turnips grow fast in moist, warm soil and are best when eaten small and tender. Seed is best sown direct into shallow drills, and when the seedlings emerge, thin them out so that they are spaced roughly 5 centimetres, 2 inches apart, or a little more. They grow quickly, and in a matter of weeks, you'll have small, tender baby turnips that can be cooked or eaten raw in salads. Gather herb shoots. Perennial herbs are in full growth now, and are ideal for picking as and when you want a bunch. Herbs such as rosemary, mint, chives, thyme, sage and marjoram can all be used fresh, chopped in salads or in cooking where they add some great flavours. Regular picking of new shoots is like doing a light prune and will encourage new growth through the season and keep the plants looking fresh. Plant leeks. Leeks sown in drills outside or in plug trays under cover in spring should now have made strong seedlings that are ready for planting out. I plant the traditional way by making holes with a dibber approximately 12.5 centimetres, 5 inches deep, and 15 to 20 centimetres, 6 to 8 inches apart, which helps blanch the base of the leek as it grows. Because I start the seedlings in plug trays, there is no root disturbance when I transplant, so the tops don't need trimming as you would with bare root seedlings. One leek plant is popped into each hole, making sure the top of the seedling isn't buried. The hole is then filled with water to settle the soil around the roots. Outdoor tomatoes. It should now be safe to plant outdoor tomatoes into the garden, even in cool districts. The flavour of a tomato grown outside, ripened by the late summer sun, is wonderful. And for that reason, I always grow a few plants outside as well as my polytunnel crop. However, one of the main problems with outdoor tomatoes is blight, which can ruin the plants and the fruits in damp weather. To try and overcome the problem of blight, this year for the first time I'm growing Crimson Crush F1, which has been bred for outdoor growing and has a very high resistance to blight. So, fingers crossed. Top tip. Basil hates cold weather and for this reason I don't sow until early June when it is naturally warmer. The seeds are sown in small pots in the greenhouse and kept moist to encourage speedy germination. Sow now. Dwarf French beans, runner beans, cabbage, kohlrabi, corn salad, chicory, kale, beetroot, lettuce, carrots, peas, onions, radishes, 
spinach, turnips, swede, salad onions, salsify, basil, coriander, parsley and annual herbs. Plant now. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, cauliflower, savoy, lettuce, potatoes, perennial herbs, French beans, runner beans, sweet corn, marrows, courgettes, squashes, ridge cucumbers, pumpkin, tomatoes and celery. Harvest. Spring cabbage, asparagus, rhubarb, lettuce, spring onions, radish, early carrots, early peas, broad beans, leaf beet, turnip, spinach, perennial herbs, new potatoes, early strawberries and gooseberries for cooking. Herbs in containers. A well-maintained herb garden is a real asset to the vegetable garden by providing a supply of fresh herbs through the summer. Where space is limited, it is worth growing a selection in pots and containers. I grow all of my herbs in pots simply because they look decorative and I can move the pots around and stand them by the back door so that when we want some mint or a sprig of rosemary, the plants are handy. Growing in pots also means you can control invasive herbs, such as mint, that if grown in the open soil can soon spread. The majority of herbs we grow originate from the Mediterranean region and like good drainage and plenty of sunshine to bring out the essential oils in the plants that give them their distinct flavour. By growing them in pots, you can stand them in a sunny spot, although through the summer they will need regular watering and feeding to keep the plants healthy and growing. For a decorative container, you can plant a selection of herbs together in a large pot. Many have variegated or different shaped leaves and look really good when grouped together. Plants for growing this way include rosemary, thyme, marjoram, curry plant, oregano, chives and sage, to name but a few. Some plants, such as mint and lemon balm, are fine in pots, but are best grown on their own as they compete with other less vigorous herbs. Choose a strong pot with drainage holes and add some crocks or gravel to the base to improve drainage. For compost, I like to use half-and-half half mix of multi-purpose and John Innes compost, as I find this doesn't dry out too quickly, but it also drains well, making it suitable for herbs. Plant the herbs in the pot mixing the different types together for effect and finish off with a mulch of fine gravel before watering the plants in. You can then stand your mini herb garden where you can watch it grow over summer. Harvest first strawberries. The first few strawberries of the season are always welcome and by growing several varieties you can extend the harvest from June until late July. Early types such as Christine and Malling Centenary crop from mid-June onwards and produce juicy sweet berries. At this time of the year, while the fruits are ripening, it is important to protect them from slugs and birds that love nothing more than eating ripe berries. Thin out plums. If it wasn't cold at blossom time, plum trees should be carrying a good crop of fruit. This may mean thinning the fruits to prevent the weight of the crop bending or breaking branches. The aim is to remove some of the fruits so that the remaining plums are spaced a few inches apart, or just two per cluster. Regulating the size of the crop also helps prevent biannual bearing, which can be a problem. Fan train plums. 
Plums and gauges can be grown various ways in the garden, but where space is limited, it is worth growing one against a wall or fence. To grow well, they need a moisture-retentive soil when the fruits are swelling in summer and some sunshine. A west or east-facing aspect is fine or south-facing as long as you water in dry weather. Partly trained trees can be bought or a young tree can be pruned down in late spring to encourage several shoots that can be trained to canes and wires while young to form a fan shape. At this time of the year, while new growth is being made, check the trees and tie the soft growth to support canes, making sure the fan is evenly spread over the area. Shoots that develop over the summer can be pinched back to a couple of buds to maintain the shape of the fan. Do it now. Plant out tender vegetables such as French and runner beans, courgettes, squashes and sweet corn when the danger of frost has passed. Water well after planting and in the warm soil the plants should soon establish. Protect soft fruit bushes such as raspberries, black currants and red currants from birds that can strip berries from the plants very quickly. If you don't have a fruit cage, drape some fleece or netting over the plants and peg it down to the soil. Remember to check the netting daily to make sure birds don't get tangled in it. Remove suckers or shoots growing from the trunks of young apple trees to help maintain a clear stem and good shape. Check pheromone traps on apple and plum trees to see how many moths they're catching. The pheromone capsule only works for about five weeks and will need changing to protect the fruits from late-flying moths. In the Greenhouse with Joyce Russell Sow and grow in June Sow sweet corn in early June for a September crop. Sow beetroot, spinach, kohlrabi, Florence fennel, lettuce, French beans and parsley in late June. These will give autumn or winter crops. Plant aubergines and peppers early in the month. Take care not to knock any flowers at planting time. Runner beans. Scarlet runner bean plants are perennial if not killed by frost and they can crop for several years when grown under cover. Stems will die down in winter and it's a good idea to cover the base with a thick layer of mulch to protect against low temperatures. Plants will grow again in the spring to give bumper crops of beans much earlier than outdoor ones. French beans. Dwarf varieties do very well in a greenhouse for early and late crops. Those that were sown in March should... Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Reproducing plenty of slim pods. It's also good to sow more seed now to give an autumn crop. You can sow in tubs or pots and plant out when other crops clear. Cucumbers. You may already be harvesting large cucumbers from low down the stems of plants, but you also need to look up to the tiny fruits that are developing. Growth can be inhibited in these small fruits and sometimes they shrivel and drop. This is most likely to happen if large fruit is left to mature on the plant so pick often and as soon as cucumbers are large enough. Grapevines. Vines are vigorous things, and they can soon fill a greenhouse with masses of shoots and leaves. Pruning is all important in order to avoid this, and also to make sure you get a good crop of grapes. Train the main stem of the vine along one wall or up along the ridge of a polytunnel. You can be pretty ruthless when chopping out side shoots and certainly get rid of any unproductive ones. Cut fruiting shoots back to one or two leaves beyond a single bunch of grapes. Grow something different. Wild strawberries are the easiest things to grow. They survive on walls and in ditches in some areas. In a good, slightly acidic soil, they can give a really useful crop. The plants are small and can be dotted around in corners or along the edge of a path. They do spread, but they're easy to weed out and they are really quite resilient. The berries are a special and full-flavoured treat and they are a particular favourite of small children. Tomato care. Trusses should be filling up with fruits this month. The small green balls grow fast and this can put a strain on plants. Use a liquid feed every 7 to 10 days while fruits are swelling and pour this onto damp soil. There are some good high potash tomato feeds available. In a good summer, you may get a few ripe tomatoes in June. Don't be in too much of a rush to pick these first fruits. They give off a gas when ripe, which helps other fruits nearby to ripen. You can then pick the ripe ones when one or two others have started to turn colour. Keep nipping out side shoots on cordon varieties. This may seem hard to do if shoots are long and covered in flowers, but you'll get a better crop in the long run by reverting to a single productive stem. Stems need plenty of support as the weight of growing fruit puts extra pressure on them. Tie in every 15 centimetres or 6 inches or so and don't let stems flop back over a tying point. Some people like to nip the top of plants out after four trusses are set on each plant. Provided they're healthy, I like to leave them to ramble on and up. I often get tomatoes through November and into December this way. Keep busy. Nip side shoots off tomatoes and tie stems to supports. 
water evenly and often. Feed plants that are in flower or swelling fruits. Leave doors or windows open on warm nights. Top tips for small structures. Move container-grown plants outdoors as soon as it is warm enough. Nip out the tops of plants that hit the roof. You may not get as many tomatoes, for example, but plants will be less crowded and less prone to disease. Consider using shading if temperatures rise too high. You can also damp down paths and spray overhead with water to lower temperatures on hot days. Pests and problems. Red spider mite can become a real problem in hot, dry summers. These beasts aren't much bigger than a pinhead and they're often green in colour, just to add to identification problems. If you spot webs between leaves on aubergines, cucumbers, melons or French beans, then look under the leaves for tiny crab-like insects. Crops can be seriously affected with a major infestation. Keeping everything damp helps to reduce the problem. There is also a biological control, phytosulus, for serious infestations. Root rot can cause even large cucumbers to flop and it is hard to recover plants from that point. Keep compost just damp round the base of stems and keep earthing up with fresh compost. Cucumbers will push new roots out into the compost and this can help to mitigate the effects of root rot. Birds and butterflies can be kept away from crops by covering doorways with small mesh netting. What's right for you? To mulch. Can reduce the amount of weeding. Some mulches feed the soil. Helps keep moisture in the ground and reduces time spent watering. Some mulches can introduce weed seeds, poorly rotted compost for example. Pests can hide underneath. Or leave soil bare. Allows you to use a hoe for fast weeding. Removes pests hiding places. Liquid feeds get straight down to the roots of plants. Can look neater. Means more work with watering and weeding. Question time. Got a fruit or veg problem? Ask Kitchen Garden for help. With Bob Flowerdew and Anne Swithenbank. Kitchen Garden experts and regular contributors to Radio 4's Gardener's Question Time. Golden Pernicious. I have a golden delicious apple tree suffering from bitter pit. Where can I get something to treat this complaint? The tree fruits well, but nearly all the fruit is marked. Mr D. Howe, Newcastle upon Tyne. Anne says, Sunken brown spots on the apple skin seem to puncture downwards into the fruit, spoiling the flesh and causing a bitter taste. This is a condition caused by calcium deficiency, which itself is often the result of drought, during which the tree can't take up enough calcium. It is generally the heavier cropping, larger fruited varieties affected, and I would put Golden Delicious into that category. The symptoms often appear in storage and limit the usefulness of your homegrown apples. A solution of calcium nitrite, applied as a spray to the fruit, is often advised, and you can investigate this, but I think it would be challenging to apply often enough and it can even damage the fruit of some varieties. I feel the solution will be cultural. So if the tree is in grass, lift turf in as wide a circle as possible under the canopy. 
spread a nine to ten centimetre, three to four inches, thick mulch of well-rotted garden compost over the roots and top up annually. Water during droughts, using a seep hose system straight into the soil. Feed the tree with a general-purpose fertiliser in spring, but avoid high nitrogen feeds. A light summer pruning would be a good plan. Which fertiliser? I'm a bit confused with all the fertilisers on offer in garden centres. Things like chicken pellets, grow more and blood fish and bone. Can I use any of these or do they offer different things? Tom Howarth, Bristol. Anne says they do offer different things and you need to look at the label and decipher the NPK ratio. The major plant nutrients are nitrogen, mainly for leafy growth. Phosphorus, strong root growth, and potassium for flowering and fruiting. The ratio indicates whether the fertiliser contains a fairly even balance or is heavier in one or the other. A tomato fertiliser, for instance, is heavy in potash because it promotes fruiting. Magnesium, calcium and sulphur, followed by a raft of micronutrients, are important too and are often listed on the packet. You mention inorganic, grow more, and organic, pelleted chicken manure and bloodfish and bone fertilisers. These are both delivering nutrients, but organic ones arrive in a more natural form and are released by microorganisms, breaking them down in the soil. It is difficult to overdose and they are more compatible with the soil ecosystem. Inorganic fertilisers are extracted nutrients applied in an immediately available form though some are slow or controlled release, to deliver nutrients over a long period. And the results are quicker to see. If you want my advice, feed the soil with bulky organic matter. Irrigate during droughts, and after a growing season, you'll have a feel for which crops need extra nutrients added before or at planting time. Missing out with autumn bliss. Help wanted on autumn bliss raspberries, we moved home three years ago and took pots of our raspberries with us, planted in virgin soil. The first year, fine. Second year, possibly half the amount of fruit expected. And the third year, about 30 fruits on a 10-foot row. Our garden is quite windy, so I thought this year I would erect a windbreak. But what else can I do to ensure a really good crop for this year, please? Diane Conroy, Lancashire. Bob says... With raspberries, very low yields are from a virus infection, usually showing as yellow mottling on leaves, which does not show much on some varieties, and the plants become stunted. But you don't note either sign or any other symptoms which might indicate another disease, such as anthracnose, blue stripe, cane blight et al. Wind does handicap pollinators, so it would be a good idea to screen the area, but seldom would wind alone reduce crops to this extent. Extreme drought could cause this, though, so I would try a thick mulch of well-rotted manure with heavy and frequent watering. If this fails, then I would dig, burn and replace these with new stock of an improved variety. Labour saving. I've just taken over an allotment and it is totally overgrown with weeds, grass, you name it. It has everything growing but veg. What would you suggest I do to get it into a state where I can actually grow crops? I don't want to embark on anything too labour-intensive, if possible. Amanda Wheelwright, Leicestershire. Bob says, 
The lowest labour method I've found is using woven plastic geotextiles sewn at garden centres or by mail. These are not cheap, but last decades and make weed control and green manuring much easier. Optionally, reduce weeds to stubble if possible with a rotary mower or nylon line trimmer and spread grass clippings, muck, leaves, compost and whatever you have on top. Then, ideally, dig a perimeter trench a foot or so deep and wide to isolate your plot, excluding weeds returning from outside. Now cover the entire plot in the geotextile, holding it down with weights or wire pins from coat hangers. Underneath, in the dark, everything grows but can't find the light, so yellows and soon decays. Weed roots turn into shoots, then into leaves, then rot, so the roots wither and die. This takes many months, depending on what time of year you start, and the type of weeds there are. Large perennials, such as stinging nettles, take longer than annuals. After, say, six months to a year or so, you can take the geotextile away and dig over the plot as you wish, unencumbered by weeds or even their roots. Web search. I have a 24 by 14 foot greenhouse and grow many plants from seed for my friends and allotment colleagues. In autumn I clear all plants and compost and spray every nook and cranny with bug clear and sterilise the beds with Jay's fluid and clean the glass inside and out. In spring I repeat the process before sowing commences. There are no signs of any problems until summer when the chilies and cucumbers, tomatoes are not affected, tend to get infected by a web on the leaf axle. I remove the webs and spray, but within days there are more webs. As there is no sign of spider mites, I think the problem is the webbing moth. Any idea on how to put an end to this problem? D. Beach, Staffordshire. Bob says, The webbing does rather indicate red spider mite, which is an especial problem on cucumbers and very hard to see without a lens, though the leaf axils are less likely to be webbed than the tips and young leaves. You do not report seeing any caterpillars, and although some caterpillars might hide by day and then might make leaf axle webs to pupate in, these would also be seen on tomatoes. Anyway, you do not report leaf damage, which rather rules out all except those living on the roots, which again would also be on the tomatoes. You need to go out at night with a torch to find what is making this webbing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.